MMA Roasted Podcast. I'm here with the great Bill Dawes, who's on set. Man, what, you have five episodes? Six episodes? We'll see. We'll see. If, if they like me, they'll keep me on. If they don't like me, they'll write me off. That's usually how it works. People don't know that. Insider, insider secret. But that's amazing. And, and, and what's the show called? City on a Hill on Showtime. Wow. Wait, this is a, wait, this is a, 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 a new one or no? It's, it's, it's third season. I play a corrupt Boston cop. It was Kevin Bay. And I, I do the fucking Boston accent the whole time. I get to call someone. I say, fuck you, motherfucker, today. So that's, I don't, fuck you, cocksucker. That's a good accent. Meanwhile, I heard Kevin Bacon. I heard an interview with him where he'll, he'll go to weddings, and they always try to get him to play Footloose at the weddings. And they, <laughs> and they all surround him. And so he'll pay the DJ to not play it. Like, he'll, he'll get there and be like, hey, man, here's like $100. Don't play Footloose, whatever you do. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my why he, he come on he can't love he must love that no everyone no i don't think he's still the kind of guy that likes attention he seems like a really nice guy but like you never hear anything bad about kevin bacon ever like have you no. heard one bad thing about the guy never no. one he's so, still married still ma- yeah to kira sudrick right Isn't yeah he? yeah yeah still married beautiful wife seems like a nice a nice human being uh but it's just funny that like lit- i almost like Dude, it's like when I um, I did like Scott Bayo had like a charity golf tournament for for sick kids, and one of the, one of the they were they had an auction and they were raffling off like a round of golf with Scott Bayo. And Scott notoriously doesn't like like people like he just wants to be alone, especially when he's playing golf. So people were like a thousand dollars, then he started bidding against himself, like so he could play alone. And then once people saw that, they like he he kept because he didn't want to play with anybody, <laughs> and he said the person that actually won never showed up to actually play. Um, which, which is, which is <laughs> so did you watch the fights last night, the PFL fights? I did not watch the PFL fights last night. Awesome. So. Oh, I can't wait to talk about them. <laughs> All right, so PFL, I don't know how they're getting this money. They gave away another like, money. Million. I know. Dude, they're just giving away millions of dollars to people. Uh, and Kayla Harrison was like a minus 5,000 favorite and just murdered this person, the, the girl she fought. She's just – this girl's never lost – around i don't think she's ever lost a second of her fights like she makes it look so easy and she's just so fucking strong and so good at judo what's, what's good about her what's her main thing that she's so much better than where else the two-time olympic gold medalist in judo oh yeah only american to ever do it and now she trains over at american top team with amanda nunez and she's got mako as her coach and matt brown and she's also like a really focused person like she I think she had just adopted two kids. I'm, I don't know exactly what the story was where like a family member passed away and had kids so that she got right, the rights, I don't custody of the kids. So she's like super focused too. She's not one of these people that like, you know, fame. And also she's got a, 
she's a, she had a terrible backstory as far as like she was molested by her judo coach. And, oh shit! And, and then goes around like basically making these speeches and seminars to kids who who've been abused. So she's like, got a really got her head on straight. Like she's not one of these people where you're like, oh shit, like she's gonna pull a John Jones or she's not Conor McGregor and yeah lines of or, or Ronda. She's like Ronda Rousey, but a better person, a better human. And, you know, I think that she's definitely a more. I think Ronda set her up. Like uh, basically, Ronda fell into the traps because I know her and Ronda used to train together, and they they said they were like what? frenemies. I don't think they really had a good relationship. They were very competitive, those two. Um, and they're both alpha females. You could tell. Like, they're just both. Uh, so Kayla has now won $2 million in the last two years. Whoa. In MMA. And, uh, yeah, she's just uh, – she's the real deal. Like, she's – I actually talked to Ali Abdulaziz about it. And he said, like, when he trained with her, they, they were rolling. And, like, she, she almost – she armed her like that. Like, because, like, he thought, oh, she's – you know, Ali's a pretty high-level black belt. I know people like to shit on him because of whatever, but he, he trains, and he's, he's legitimately a tough guy, especially in judo. And he said Kayla's not to be fucked with. Uh, so um, that was crazy. Also, you know, thing as a judo expert, Ronda was doing things where she'd clinch, and then she'd get the throw like almost 100% of the time until people figure out her game. Is she Kayla a lot? She had too many voices in her head. Like, her mom hated her trainer. Like, hated her. her mom and my and like her mom and by, we like sat down one day and her mom told me how much she hated her striking coach coach Edmund with a passion so and that was her boxing coach so you had two you had too many chefs and the mom was the one that trained her from you know day one basically so but when you're winning it's like Deontay Wilder recently uh, his old trainer Mark Breland said look the guy showed up late to practice would always show up whenever he wanted uh, they'd be like, he's in a bad mood, you know, don't talk to him. He did no cardio, no jump rope. You couldn't tell him what to do, but he was knocking everyone out. So yeah. it's it, when Ronda's winning, all of a sudden, like the dysfunction yeah. is working, but, it, when it, but when it's not, it's not. Um, so uh, I'll tell you who lost. So Clarissa Shields, who was also a two-time gold medalist boxer, they call her the quote, the, the, the greatest uh, woman's, uh, you know, of all time or unboxing, right? And, they say quote is quote something people say now. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It, I, why don't you say female goat? Why do you gotta say like uh, f goat? Well, I, mean, I guess f goat doesn't really work. So <laughs> anyway, so she her first fight, she trains over at Greg Jackson's camp, and everyone was like, "This girl's like the next big thing because of boxing, right?" Well, she yeah. almost lost her first fight. She fought like a, a, a girl from New York who was a, a jiu-jitsu girl out of Henzo Gracie's, was getting dominated, like, big time, almost got stopped. And then in the third round, this girl did one of those things where, like, sometimes, like, you ever see, like, in jiu-jitsu class where someone goes in for a single leg and just, like, holds it, just stays uh -huh. there and kind of just stalls? Well, in jiu-jitsu, that kind of works because if you're in a position where you're not going to get tapped and you could sort of – but when you're up against a gold medalist boxer, this girl's holding on the girl's leg and she's just pounding her in the face – and the fight was stopped, right? Well, this fight, she went against a girl that 2-0, Mexican, tough Mexican girl, and lost. She lost her first fight ever. Amateur, boxing, like, lost. And uh, I agree with the decision. She was, she was mounted in the third, and the girl was pounding her. The second round, the girl won, but takedowns. She did more damage on the feet. But it's one of those things where, uh, I don't know, because... 
you know, when you're that good at one thing, you don't really have time to develop. You're developing under the bright lights. And yeah. uh, it's sort of like Aaron Pico and, and when he came in from a huge wrestling background. And so it's obviously what, like if I were her, I would just literally do takedown sprawls and defense. Like I wouldn't even, yeah. like her hands are there. Her hands are, I mean, I would do kicks and how to stuff a takedown. And I'm sure that's what they're doing, but it didn't work. So anyway, so she loses, right? How, and how did she lose to the Mexico? Just ground and pound, you said? She got taken down. Taken down. It was yeah. pretty cool. It was a split decision. Um, I thought she lost, but if it could, it, but it could have went either way, maybe. Um, but anyway, so before the fight, she was saying that she wanted to fight Jake Paul. She's like, I could beat Jake Paul in a boxing match. He's not on my level. He was talking all this shit about Jake Paul. She's like, anywhere, I'll fight this guy. And in a boxing match, I think she could be Jake Paul. I, I mean, she could outpoint him. How many times has a female boxer fought a male boxer at a competitive level where the female won? Has it ever happened? Yes, it has happened. But we're also talking about a two-time gold medalist versus, like, I, I don't know. She, she wouldn't knock him out, I don't think. But she could probably outpoint him and, and just get him tired. And just I think she could win it like a, like a stick-and-move fight, like a Mayweather-type fight, right? Mm -hmm. And I think he would get tired. He was tired against Woodley, and Woodley wasn't throwing any punches. Imagine yeah. girls fucking running around. But – you know, people will say, well, look, Jake Paul's like 20 pounds heavier, 30 pounds heavier. He's bigger. All he's got to do is land one. You know? I mean, it's a good fight. They should, set that, they should make that fight happen. I mean, speed kills, right? That's the thing, right? So he's not going to do it. There's no win for him. If he wins, he knocks out a, a, female, yeah. a female black female boxer who's 30 pounds lighter. But what's that all the talk about equality, finally? Well, okay. So listen. Here, here's where the, this thing gets fucked up. So May, remember back in the day, it was like Ronda Rousey and Mayweather were going at it. Yeah. It like Ronda, I could beat Mayweather and May, everyone. It was like people legitimately thought in a fight, Ronda would win, in an actual fight, right? And then Ronda loses, gets head kicked by Holly Holm. And Mayweather, you know, everyone's like, what's he going to say, you know? And what does he say? He says, like, keep your head up, Ronda. We all lose. The best, you know, I lost in the, in the Olympics something. And, like, the best, the best comeback, right? And I was like, fuck, that's... That's a real. That's a real guy right there. That's a real man. That's a gentleman yeah. because he's that, that, that's an athlete, you know. Because he, he, everyone else was shitting on her, and he was just like, "No, I'll go the other way." Yeah. What does Jake Paul say last night? <laughs> All right. He's grass, I'm sure. The truth hurts, but it's necessary. Clarissa Shields is a loser <laughs> in <laughs> MMA, even more so with her prima donna attitude. The fake always get exposed. Losses come with ang when anger and hate take over. Just ask Rousey and McGregor. Spent more time berating Jake Paul than learning jiu-jitsu. She's never been a big draw, and unfortunately for her, she never will be. Amanda Serrano, who I guess she, he manages, uh, the, the quote, though, has 30 knockouts, 42 fights, and two in on MMA. Both wins by submission. Congrats to Abigail Montez, who won for the win. So now everybody's fucking mad at Jake Paul. I mean, <laughs> like... <laughs> You kind of got to love Jake Paul a little bit just because it's entertainment. It is sheer entertainment at this point. He's doing yeah. it very intensely. I know, but it's like, bro, I mean, he, could, he, was, he was swinging everyone the other direction, you know, <laughs> with like fighter pay and, you know, and people were like, it seemed like he was getting on board. Like, you're like, you know what, this guy, you know, maybe he's all right, blah, blah, blah. But number one, now he makes Tyron Woodley get a tattoo on his hand and, and, and is not giving him the rematch. 
And uh, and I remember, did he get it? Did he get the yeah, tattoo? Yeah, he got a tattoo saying, I love Jake Paul on his finger. And he's not, so now this fucking guy has a tattoo on his hand. And that was the deal. And, which I don't even know why Tyron did it. He made enough money to fucking not get a tattoo. Like, I mean, how did these, he can't make a million dollars for last five years, Woodley? I know he has six kids, but Jesus, like, what? He lives in Missouri. He's not fucking. How, how expensive is real estate? He probably owns the house. He owns cars. Yeah. Like, the fuck I think that's the GP of Missouri for a year. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, so anyway, so that's what's going on here. But yeah, I, a part of me does go. This guy's a good heel. Like, but I don't know, man. It's like, fuck, dude. I, I, I was. He had an opportunity to take the to take the high road. He could have taken the high road. Uh, and he didn't. I mean, it's kind of like Gordon Ryan. You, you, you set yourself down a certain path, and then you just have to be that guy. You can't just sort of like, I mean, because Mayweather has never been a heel. May, Mayweather, I mean, he was a bit of a shit talker, but he was always a businessman. He was always kind of classy, right? His dad was a shit talker. I think that, uh, I don't know if he was classy. I, I, you know, some of the things he said were just like ridiculous. But I think that he always had respect. After he, after he beat the guy, he always was always like, Ricky Hatton, we knocked him out. Man, that was the toughest guy I fought. Or this yeah. dude's a legend. He never like shit on a guy after he won. You know, he was always like, uh, yeah. I mean, when I met Mayweather, I wanted to go at a restaurant and I was like, hey man, you think you can beat? I had like a list of 20 guys. And he just was like, that guy, come on. Like, and, he, and then he saw in my face that I was like, kind of annoyed, not annoyed, but like he wasn't that nice. And then he was like, man, I like you, man. Like he, you could <laughs> tell he was actually had a good heart. As yeah. up as Floyd is, you know, you could tell he had a good heart. Um, his, you know, his family is actually, like I met Roger and Floyd senior. They're nice people. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they've had a lot of, they have a lot of problems. I'm, I'm sure people go, oh, yo, they got caught beating. Okay. Maybe they've done things there <laughs> from my experience with them. They seem like nice people. It seems like, I don't know if Jake Paul's a nice guy. I just think that was a shitty fucking thing to do. The girl lost for the first time. You could have yeah. just said an olive branch. Especially you're not really going to fight her anyway. You know, I just thought it was, come on, you're better than that. He's better than that. You know, Jake but you Paul, don't think fighter. You don't think he. You, I mean, battle the sex. It'd be like so much that was like sexism, racism. It'd be like twenty twenty one. In summary, right there. I mean, well, here's the deal. He knocks her out, and what happens? He's a racist. Like, no, yeah, nobody is gonna be proud of him for doing that. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, he loses. It's just gonna be me, 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 me. And how does he? How does he rebound from it? You yeah. Know, uh, and also, he's got a 30-pound weight advantage or 40 pounds. He's coming in at like 210. She's, like yeah. a, she's a 145-pounder. So he's not beating up a bigger woman. Like, you know. yeah. so why was she calling him out? Like, to, what is she getting out of it? By, just because she hates him? You know, I think, I think people asked him about it. She's, she's, a bo- she's kind of a face of boxing. So I'm sure he, she didn't like, bring it up. Uh, I think she was also training Tyron Woodley. Uh, okay. And she said that Woodley won, or she was helping train Tyron Woodley, and that Woodley won that fight, and yada yada. So uh, I'll tell you who who won this fight. There's this guy named Ray Cooper the Third who, like, yeah. When he when he came out, he was like a 500 fighter, maybe a little better, but he's just a tough Hawaiian dude. Like his dad was a fighter, he's a fighter. This guy, he beat Rory McDonald in his last fight. He he fought this guy Magomed Magomed Kamirov, who was like. Uh, amazing, outstanding, or like one of these guys. He knocked this guy's fucking head out. Like his head almost went off the thing. It just shows you how confidence, man. Well, like if you have confidence, and he 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 added wrestling to his game. 
before it was just all fucking and it's a different person it's just a different yeah. person. he he just he's in that zone luke rockhold by the way this is the third time that he said he's coming on the show and i fucking i hope he doesn't let me go i mean come <laughs> on dude what's up people i got some really good news okay we are back and better than ever a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props odds and lines than ever before. Yep, I'm talking about Bet Online. Bet Online remains your number one spot for the basketball and football action this season. You gotta head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus from basketball, football, baseball postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC. Boom! Right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Oh, here we go. Uh, speaking of the devil, wow. <laughs> oh, That's shit, Lucifer. <laughs> he comes out as Lucifer. Luke Rockhold, <laughs> there he is. How are you, man? He looks, he looks very cold. Uh, so he's Rocky Balboa training in Siberia yeah Luke how are you you're here with Bill Dawes he's a good dude Luke Rockhold is a good guy and a great fighter and I think that people don't understand how good he is he's sort of like out of sight out of mind because I went on like a Luke Rockhold what's it called like you go down the the rabbit hole and I was like man this dude everyone's sleeping on him he had a couple losses to like the best guys in the division fights that he was winning some of them and they forget how fucking dangerous this guy is. Luke, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Just getting back down here to Ruka for the first time. No, is that in is that in, in California? Yeah, yeah, down here in uh in Costa Mesa, Newport Beach. Nice, nice, nice. So what happened, man? You were supposed to fight Sean Strickland, and what was the injury? What happened? Um, I had about six months. I had this uh, I had this little issue in my back. It was um the uh, you know, it was a little little pain. I remember I got an inversion table before that, and I was just hanging on it, and it kind of went away. And, and I was just – I was working with PT guys, and I just thought it was scar tissue. And so they continued to just grind on it, with, like thinking it was scar tissue. Every day after practice, it was like a limited a little bit of movement and, and uh, went on and on. And uh, that, was the, that was the common consensus, multiple PT guys. And, uh, and I ran. I, was just, I ran up in the hills, took a bunch of mushrooms, and I ran like fucking forever. <laughs> You ever run? You ever run on mushrooms? Like they're just—you lose yourself. You like you—you you don't understand your cardiovascular system. Like you just—it's the most mo- motivating thing in the world. So, I was up there running like six miles in the mountains, and I came back and I was I must have really tightened up my hamstrings, and I was kicking. Then on Monday, the next Monday, I was—I was kicking. Everything was kind of drive from the same point, and I was doing some like shot stuff, some entry level stuff, and like I remember I was in this cage right here, and we're just—I pressed off. My, my back foot and I had felt a little slip in my uh, my lower back and it was like something's going on and and then uh, I waited a second and went back into it and the same thing happened again and I just I was like something's really wrong here uh, and uh, yeah yeah that was it I mean it's, it's funny because I can do like I can do I can do a lot of stuff you know I can move a lot of ways and do a lot of things like grappling is like when it's weightless it's fine really but it's just that when I reach that certain point. It's just not there, and it's too risky. I'm not trying to blow out my back, you know, and, and going in there and really putting it on the line. 
after all this time off. So what are you thinking, like another six months? I don't know, man. It, I mean, it, it might not be that long. Um, I just got to stay diligent on the program. On this, uh, the, the recovery program, trying to revert that disc back in. I got an epidural last week. So, I mean, maybe I have to do another one, maybe not. I think I think that should be good enough there. Now, you know, two, two, months, two, three months, I could be back to training. We'll see. Now, with Sean Strickland getting under your skin, because this dude is like Colby times three. I mean, he's like the next uh, – like, people thought Colby Covington was like uh, alpha, brash. This dude is like taking it to a, another level. Uh, what, are you, what are your thoughts on Sean Strickland? I don't want to make fun of him too much because I think he might have like an actual chromosome loose. So, uh, yeah. We'll leave it as it is. I mean, I was, he's, a good, he's a good fighter, though. I mean, you, you were respecting him, though. Trying to be politically correct for the first time in my life. <laughs> no, not on this show. But you were actually uh, you were actually respecting him, though, right? You you're taking him very seriously. I was taking him seriously, man. I you got to take him seriously. He's he's like a he's a, he's just he's one of those guys that's just like awkwardly like he gets away with his awkwardness because he doesn't really have any. There's no rhyme or reason to what he does. And you never know how he's gonna come in, and guys like that could catch you with this stupid shit. So he's yeah. tough. Tough. I've seen him in here a lot. I've seen him in here with this dude, Mo. Him and Mo go back to back. No, I was, I was watching He's going to be yeah. title this weekend. I was watching some of your old fights, man. And there was a certain, like, it seemed like you were having more fun back in the day. Like, in your strike force days, when you were coming up, like, you would win and you would just go fucking ballistic. Like, ah. Like, and it was like, there was a certain passion that you had. You were, I know you weren't making much money, but there was like, you were like alive. And then as you kind of got better, became did it become less fun? Did it become more of a job? Everything does, man. The politics just started getting involved more and, you know, the corruption in the sport. And, uh, you, you know, you got you to gotta think of more things as you get older, too. It's like it's not, it's not as new to you. So it's still fun, man. I still, I still love getting in there. You know, you're, it's, you're on the different side of the scale where all these young, hungry motherfuckers are coming after you, trying to take your head off when you walk in the gym. And, you know, I was that guy back in the day. So it's like, you know, it's, it's a little different process. And when the body's healthy, it's fucking really fun. Dude, your question mark kick is amazing. Like, I didn't actually notice it until you did it on the, the bag that one day. But holy shit. Like, because I went back and watched a bunch of your fights. You use that all the time. It feels like you invented that kick because no one else talks about anyone else's uh, question mark kick other than yours. <laughs> I know, right? I don't know. People love the kick. <laughs> now, now, were you and Cormier like really going at it one time? There's a video of you and Cormier. It was like, man, that sh take that shit out of here. It's not gonna work on me or something. Like, what happened that day? Okay, I, I mean, there's there's countless times where me and Cormier have gone at it, <laughs> trying to kill it every day, every ten years. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I don't know how many stories I got in that, within that realm, you know what I mean? I mean, you think he's jealous of you because you're, you're good looking and he's, he's chubby? Uh, uh, like, what, what, do you, what, do you think it, what do you think it is? <laughs> he's chubby, he's bald. I mean, how, how many more? <laughs> hey, he's got no teeth. I mean, like, I, mean, I, I got to be careful with that. <laughs> now, now, why did you go back to you, – you started off at San Jose and then you ended up in Florida and now you're in Orange County. Why are you making all these moves? Because that's what life's all about, man. Movement. Change creates happiness. And, uh, and it keeps you going. 
You know, I don't think anybody in the in the world you lose your mind if you you stay within the same realm, stay within the same area, stay within the same circulation, the same program. There's no sanity within that. You know what I mean? Life life is a life is a journey, and uh, continue down that. You know, and then everywhere. This sounds like what you say to women when you're like leaving town. Dude, you have no idea. <laughs> Dude, you have no idea. People are scared to admit the truth, man. I was like, they want to fucking, you know, you put it out there. You can see, believe, achieve bullshit. You know, it's like, like you put you put shit out there and it comes back and you change your environment. You don't learn anything in your comfort zone. That's the fucking truth. Yeah. And you know, I'm dead, dead, dead honest truth, man. So fuck everybody else who's scared of themselves. I want to mock everybody fucking saying something that's real. Yeah. I, I'm with you, man. You got to take risks in life and just fucking go out there and fail and fail and fail. Uh, but I do think people sleep on you, man. I don't think people realize how good you are. Even the guys you lost, you lost to Jan Blakovich, who's fighting for the championship. And then you lost to Yoel Romero, who's like a freak athlete, beyond a freak. But they don't look at the other 18 guys you beat, uh, you know. I, I think people. I think people are still sleeping on you. Do you feel you're as good as you were three, four years ago? I feel like when I'm healthy, I'm a, I'm a dangerous motherfucker, no doubt. I feel like I can beat anybody in the game. So if I have my health, yes, that's, I feel like I'm there, and that's the only that's the only reason I wanted to come back and, do, and prove a point. So to, and, uh, Saturday, uh, tomorrow, Jan Bakovi or Saturday, uh, say Thursday, uh, Glover versus Jan. Who wins? I got it seventy thirty, Jan. Glover can hit him. He's got a little Mike Tyson little in and out. and He can hit him with something awkward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jan's got such an awkward style. And he's, he's so powerful. I think he can hit him. He can put him out any, at any time. But Glover, Glover, like, he's aging like fine wine. What a motherfucker. He, he can, he's, somehow keeps going. You ever uh, train with him? I've never, I've never trained with Glover, no. Well, he's, got, he's got that, like, you know, peekaboo style. that He, he can come up with something. You never know. Uh, Bill, who do you like in that fight? I mean, I'm going with Jan, but what do I know? But, you know, I just think he, he's the man right now. He looks yeah. hard to beat. Hey, you're a Henzo Gracie brown belt, okay? So let's, yeah, I got 70, 30. 70 on Jan, 30 on Jan. Uh, Corey Sanhagen versus Peter Jan. Who wins this fight? Fucking hey, man. Who the fuck knows? Hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm always impressed by Corey, and Jan is, Jan is a gangster. He, he, he is the champ. He is truly the champ, and... Whoever wins is the fucking champ. There's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So, all right. So you, obviously, obviously, TJ's in the mix and he's there. But like, if this kid fucking beats Jan, he's the champ. I, I, I like Jan in the two. I, I hope Aljamain comes back and beats everybody because that's my guy. Um, but uh, who knows? I completely disagree with you. Hey, <laughs> hey, you can't hey, run. He can run as long as he wants, man. He ain't no champ. He ain't no champ, man. Nobody. The first time in history someone's got a forfeited a belt, and then they want to run around like yeah, no, 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 no. Come on, Adam likes him because he comes to his comedy shows. Come on, let's Matt, go. Yeah, he's nice to me. But I think he's also a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I call a spade a spade. He ain't no fucking champ. Uh, I think he's embracing it. I think he's like people are gonna call me a fake champ anyway. I might as well piss him off. Uh, <laughs> I think that's what he's doing. He's going to piss off and he's going to continue to run and make excuses what he's going to do. And he's going to do it until the day he dies. Well, didn't he hurt his neck? He hurt his neck. I mean, he pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> he joke out of that, too. No, no, he said he hurt his neck. I, I believe him. <laughs> Why would I not believe a guy who says he hurt his neck? I mean, come on. 
Uh, all right. I mean, I don't know what it was before that, but it's like, you know, it's like he said he wasn't the champ. He said he wasn't the champ on the mic, and then he went out and held the bike, held the bike, the belt at the fucking, at the clubs in L.A. Well, I mean, you know, but he's got, he's got the, what he's going to do, put the belt away? Everyone gave him the belt. If I, he wanted to make sure no one took it from him. He was, he was holding it up. People were reaching for it and shit. Look, that, that's my guy. That's my guy. Like you're reaching right now. I 100%. <laughs> um, by the way, one of the funniest things, when I went to that Mike Tyson's ranch and you were there and you were getting a COVID test and I walk in and I go, oh, they got you parking cars now? <laughs> you got so <laughs> fucking annoyed. <laughs> Luke is such a funny guy. I got annoyed because I was taking a stupid COVID test. <laughs> yeah. I'm annoyed every time I got to do that dumb shit. Dude, my, yeah. my girlfriend was I'm annoyed at that every time I got to wear a mask inside. I'm annoyed every time I, it's like, no. <laughs> no, you're, you're as healthy the world, as they The world's going to shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, how's, how's the modeling career? Um, I've been taking a break. I've been taking a break from all that stuff. You know, I'm just getting, getting some headspace. I was, I was completely focused on fighting, and that was my goal right now. So I got some, I got some things in the works, potentially. I, I only go for the big stuff, and there's something potentially very big. Do you want to have kids one day or no? Yeah, for sure. You get up there, bro. Hurry up. All right. So we got. We got I, just broke, I just broke up with my chick. <laughs> it's good. I, I'm making it. I'm nice. making it. Have one girl. I tried. I tried that. I tried that. I just don't. I just don't show that. I just don't show those things sometimes. You know. Now, how long? Now, how long were you with her for? Huh? Uh, I was like solid two and a half months. <laughs> wow, man here. Hey, dude, dude. This guy. I have stories about this guy. This guy is like. It's got to be like the white white Will Chamberlain, dude. He's unbelievable, bro. He the the, the girls like threesomes. Four threesomes. All right, we're not gonna talk about that. Talk about that. All right, Will they walked up to Will. I, I earned my my place. Uh, Dan Hooker versus Islam Akayev. Who wins this one? Um, I mean, I got my boy Islam. I think I think Dan is like he's a, he's a tough, lengthy dude. He poses some problems, but I think once he gets in and you know he feels Islam. You know, I think Islam's gonna he's gonna throw him. I think he's gonna get a hold of him and on the ground. It's gonna be a completely lopsided affair. Now they you know, said I know that there's that rumor of Islam throwing me you know, all the, all over the fucking place. You know, um, that maybe that's not true, but this motherfucker did throw me. He did throw me. I used him as my training partner for Leota Machida back in the day, like when he first came in the gym. He was a tough kid, and like I just used him as like my later rounds in sparring. Last two rounds, like. In the five round sparring, it's like, you know, I'd work with Islam and he was very technical. He was like, you know, everyone thought he was like, you know, he, he had a little bit better stand up than the Khabib at the time. And he was master of sport. And he was supposedly, you know, always, always set to be the next big thing. And fuck, man, he was tough as nails. Tough as nails. The last two rounds is not easy by any means. And he did throw me one time on my head. <laughs> so he's a 155 pounder. You're 185 pounder. And he throws you. Are you, I mean, what's going through your head? Like, geez. I was. I just got complacent. And I was completely thrown off. This little fucking Russian kid just tossed me, <laughs> feet, over, feet over the top, and I got back up and I like, bull rushed him. I was, <laughs> oh no! But uh, you know, I was very mindful of it and I wouldn't 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 let that that route continue. But is yeah, it true that, no, is it that Khabib never lost a round in sparring? Is that true? I mean, Hav gets a little. He oversteps his boundaries a little bit on a lot of these. You know, he gets a little too high. <laughs> He's drinking, drinking the Kool-Aid sometimes too much, but, you know, I mean, 
there's a, there's a couple guys that, that have pushed them, pushed them hard, you know, and the Islam is, is that guy. I mean, they have, they had some, Islam's come a long, long way since that too, you know? So. Uh, Marcin Tabora versus Volkov. Um, who? All right. Chemayev. Uh, <laughs> uh, have you trained with Chemayev? No, I've not trained with Chemayev. Are you sold on this guy? I mean, I think he's, I think he's good. I think he's good. And, and Hobbs says he's really good. <laughs> they have like beef, right? Don't they have kind of, is that kind of some kind of beef between them? No, I mean, I think, I think Chemayev just, you know, he got, he got, he got a lot of hype real early. And I think, I think anytime you have, you're compared with somebody or like competing for some, with somebody to be the best, I think it creates a level of like animosity. Yeah. Like we've, like we've always seen in life. And I think he just, you know, he said some things just because he just believes in himself that much. But um, I, I don't, I don't think it's that big of a deal, but I think the kids, he's legit. I think he's very good. I don't think he's ready for 85 pounders. I think that's why he went silent, went back down. But um, I think, I think with this kid, so the, the, the Korean, right? Yeah. I think he's very tough too, but I think Shemaev will, he's got the length and the ability to, you know, throw him around the wrestling a little bit better everywhere, I think. So, John, what should happen with John Jones, Luke? What would you do if you were the head of UFC? I mean, how many times has he done? I mean, like, at what time? This time, that time, that time? time. Like, right now, today. Jesus Christ, dude. I think they should have paid him in the first place, and we would never – we might not have be here. You know what I mean? You, you put a guy on the shelf like that who's that good, and, and uh, you do him wrong and not pay him what he's worth, and, like, you know, he drives, drives you a bit insane. You know what I mean? Because just you're frustrated with the politics and the corruption, and and you do shit that maybe that's more more beyond yourself. So they should they should have fucking. I mean, I mean, having his you know fiance have a black eye or or busted lip. What a, I didn't look. I didn't read into that all that. Yeah, like there was some some the, the cops were called and he got arrested, but now they're back together. And she did say he never hit her. He just pulled her hair, but it, but it was it was ugly. The whole thing was very ugly. You know. I, it's nasty when it's real, when it's real. You know, I think I think a lot of people are too quick to judge, especially with Chuck's situation. Yeah, Chuck, yeah. Didn't, Chuck didn't do a damn thing, and everyone in the fucking world wanted to believe it was CTE and this and that. And, you know, so it's like it does suck because I was I was I was there firsthand with Chuck getting through it, and he was Chuck's like a big teddy bear. He would never hurt anybody, and and she has she Hattie has a you know a history with with bad people and and doing some fucking weird things. So right, right, right. right. I, I'm more, I'm more worried about Chuck's situation than I am John's situation because Chuck's my boy, and he doesn't deserve it. Well, it just seems like Chuck is coming out on, on the other side. He, you know, it seems like people yeah. – so, No, exactly, as he should be. Um, and then uh, McGregor. What should happen with McGregor? Happen? I don't know what happened. <laughs> no, what should happen with him? I mean, he just, he just punched a DJ in Italy. He, he's, he tried to fight well, the – A lot of get punched. Well, no, he broke the guy's nose, an Italian DJ. Uh – like what? I don't know, DJs. On? I know that I've wanted to punch a lot of DJs. <laughs> That's a very good point. Dude, DJs, these glorified iPod players think they run the world. They fuck off. You guys are some of the most soulless cunts I've ever met in my life. But these guys yeah. got to a point. Yeah, they, I, I, there's some great DJs. Some of my best friends, Fisher and Chris Lake. And, you know, there's a lot of good ones, but fuck, man. That's a, there's a shit world there. 
I, I know, but I'm just saying, like, why can't these guys just fucking have people around them that are just like, no, don't punch the DJ. And they were hanging out. They went to like to his, his, his daughter's communion that day or something, or it was some kind of thing. And they went out that night and, and he was hanging out with the DJ and they were like back. And all of a sudden he just punched him and, and, uh, and broke his nose. Like, what? I, dude, I, he was probably drinking, right? I mean, Luke, this doesn't happen to you. I never hear about you never get in trouble. Uh, you, I mean, you stay to yourself. I never. I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't touch people, man. I just, I just try to belittle people sometimes that, you know, when people like think they're too cool and they try to like write you off or some shit like that. I just, I just make a point to like correct a lot of situations and I do get in some shit. I'm not gonna lie. When have you gotten some shit? Like when? I call, I call bullshit. I call bullshit on a lot of people that just think they're too good for people. Yeah. But you're, you don't, you're not punching DJs and. No, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make physical altercations. You're not Has anyone tried to pick a fight with you? Like physically recently because of shit you said? Nothing I'm going to comment on. All right. Now, next week, Usman versus Colby Covington. Usman. Usman's, Usman's too good, man. I think Colby will put up a fight for a little bit. You there? Yeah. And my phone's on 10%, but I'll be fine. Um, I, think, uh, I think Colby will put up a fight for a little bit, but I think Usman will just like, you know, He's too. He's too tough everywhere, and he's gotten too much better, and he's too hungry. You know, I think. I think. Uh, I think Kobe's gonna fall a little earlier than last time. I don't know. I, I can't wait for this fight. This fight is gonna be a fight. I mean, that those guys are just the top of their gang. Game. Uh, Rose number you. Two, two rounds. It'll be competitive. Two. Probably, yeah. Gaethje versus Chandler. Didn't you? Didn't you? You, uh, you uh, train with Chandler, right? In Florida. I've been with, in and out with Chandler. Fucking for. You know, since the beginning of his career, he came to our gym in the first place. He's tough as nails, man. Chandler's, you know, and he resets himself and he believes in him. So I think Chandler's more technical. Um, he's faster. Gaethje's just nastier. Just nastier. I mean, you know, the longer that fight goes, the three-round fight favors it favors Chandler. Yeah, but five rounds favors Gaethje? It's a three-round fight, though, right? Yeah, three rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, five-round fight for Gaethje. I mean – I favor Gaethje in any five-round fight in the fucking world. Uh, and then, and then, I don't know how many people are going to beat Gaethje in the fourth and the fifth round. Yeah. Uh, Rose versus Zangwelli? Um, I, mean, I, I, I mean, that's another thing. I think the, lo the longer that fight goes, the worse it is for Rose. But she's so much more dynamic and the styles clash. And, like, she, she's, got a, she's got a fluidity. I think she can catch, catch her early. If she doesn't, she's going to have trouble in the fourth and the fifth round. That, that little Chinese girl, she's a gangster. She is a gangster. Uh, now, where did you meet your last girlfriend? Was it on, on like Raya or like one of these dating apps? Are you, I, I, you're probably on Raya, right? The girls in the orgy, is that how it happens? Because this is how I think it happens, right? <laughs> like, you, you find someone on Instagram that you like. And no other person hit my girl, I'll tell you that. And then you like DM them, right? Is that, is that how you do it? Uh, no, like, no. I, I randomly came across this girl in Bali and then we like just went back and forth. Yeah. It's not really worth talking about because, yeah. She well, now, now, that girl that tried to blow you up, that, that fighter that lost, you know, that like the trains, whatever, and, and then said that, like, you don't know talk about that girl. What's her name? The Bellator girl. Uh, was that legit? Because that was annoying. I felt like she was flirting with you, calling you love or something. And oh, she was, she's, she's a complete psycho. 
Like there's like there's like sane sane people and then there's psycho people and she's like that girl's out of her mind. I I could, I I I've had one interaction with her after at a yeah. fight. I just looked in her eyes and I just didn't see like and I heard I heard through the grapevine after that girl pulled that thing on me. I was like, no. Yeah. Now we're now we're talking about people that are like that aren't worthy of conversation. I don't, it didn't even make you look bad. It was like you were just like, "Hey, come train or something," and and then she's like, "Sorry, uh, Romero." And she's just like, "I'm like, dude, really?" Like, like not, this to, not to mention all like, she induced like a bunch of different pictures and like trying to like trying to play a different role, trying to like bait me into some shit, and then like deleted the pictures, took the conversation, snapshot it, put it out. Yeah, Valerie Lareda is her name. I, I was just like, I was annoyed by the whole thing. She's gonna crash and burn. That little girl will crash and burn. Yeah, I, I I don't understand. Like, okay, you, let's say you even took a shot at her, like a shot as in like tried to go out with her. Who cares? Like, like who gives a fuck? Like, like who? Like, what is that bullshit? Like, this is this how we're doing things now? I wouldn't, I wouldn't take that girl on a date for the life of me. <laughs> well, I mean, I've seen some of the women you've been with. It's it's like it should be illegal. Uh, how how hot how hot these women are? It's just like, but I don't know what you talk about because I feel like you're boring. And then they're probably boring. So, so what do you guys like? Compare followers or something? Like, what, what, what do you guys? You want to talk about boring? You like Aljamain Sterling, dude? Let's let tell me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he comes I to my show. You came to one cool. show. Cool that. Hey, Adam, I thought you were cool with that. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not cool. By the way, can I interject? So, my girlfriend Jenny met Luke at the Tyson Ranch at a party. She's like, I met this guy. He's like, I, he's a, a, a model. Of, I go, who is this fucking guy? He's like, Luke Rockwell. I'm like, fuck, what can I do? If Luke Rockwell <laughs> wants my girl, he'll take my girl. I can't do anything about it. That, your girl, your baby mama. All right. <laughs> it's not even, it's not even, uh, Luke's not going for girls. Yeah. Not a home record for you. Not a home record. No, you're not, you're not, you're not a home record. I no. wish you were, man. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I take that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Logan, so Logan Paul is boxing Mike Tyson, uh, allegedly in February. Who wins this fight, Luke? Who is who? I don't fucking know. I think it's horrible. I think it's just it just keeps furthering. You know, <laughs> it just. I think the whole world's going to shit. Is what I think. <laughs> I think legs. You seem like you're in a real good place, Luke. Uh, you're a happy, a happy. I I'm in a good place. I just think the whole world. I mean, I don't even want to make light of like the people. I don't. <laughs> Talk about people like I, I don't. I have a few people on my mind, few kids on my mind that like barstool sports and like, and people keep putting out. And I'm like, why do you even talk about it? Joe Rogan just put something. Like, why are you making dumb, retarded people famous because oh, they're kids? The, uh, the Island Boys. I don't fucking say. It. Don't even fucking say. It. <laughs> kids are the fucking dumbest motherfuckers, and they're gonna don't even. <laughs> Next subject. Next subject, dude. I just don't like people like smart people talking about dumb people. All right. So, Luke, I, I recently sold a show to the UFC where I have fighters do stand-up comedy. Um, I, I host it. The first episode, we had Chael Sonnen, the stand-up. Henry Cejudo went on, and Dean Thomas. Will you be on episode two and do seven minutes of stand-up comedy? Yeah. I won't do it because all I want to talk about is the fake, dumb fucking people of the world, and I'll just make them that much fucking name value. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I will go all in on just the fucking, just the horrible human beings of the world. That I think people will like that, though. I think people will like. You know what? You know we just figured out why the Rolex market has gone up so much. You want to know why it's gone up thirty, forty percent? And there's not a, there's not one Rolex like in Rodeo, in the in the Rodeo store. 
not one real Rolex. They're all fake Rolexes. They literally have fake Rolexes all over. There's not one Rolex you can buy in a shop anywhere because this dumb fake market from all these fucking TikTok kids and all these kids, all the young generation has gone out and they thought, okay, Rolex are cool. And they ripped all the Rolex off the shelves. So the young generation has single-handedly just driven the price of a Rolex and that's why you can't buy a Rolex anymore. So this is what bothers you during the day? <laughs> no, I just like, I, what bothers me is just the, the world, the world going fake. All right, we'll talk about your, your mushrooms, right? So you, you take mushrooms and, and then jog six hours, six miles in, in the woods. Do you think this is a good training regimen? I think, I think mushrooms are a very like, uh, good motivator, waiting for you to analyze you know, your week on the weekends. Uh, you know, some people take it more. I think, I think it's good to kind of like assess it. It makes you kind of assess and value like what is going right, what is going wrong, how to reapproach your, your next week or, or anything in life, really. I think mushrooms are, are, the, are the key to like sanity, really. I think they, they, uh, psychedelics in psychology have been a cure in so many ways for so many people. If you, if you want to look up one of like the most inspiring people I've, I've ever heard talk and speak in is uh, Stanislav Goff. He's like the godfather of, of, psych, of psychology through psychedelics, part of like the Timothy Leary Project up at the Esalon Institute and much more. I mean, like there's so many, there's, there's too many cures. So the world will suppress it because psychology is not about curing people. It's about fucking suppressing people. And so this whole world and like this, the consciousness of it, I think it, it furthers people so many, so much more. And like everything is so many, so much, so many things in life have been invented through psychedelics, through psych, psychedelics. Wow. That's, I mean, fighters have to convince you to do psychedelics before we finally fucking do some, man. Look, I'll, I'll do it. The problem is I have a baby at home and, I, and I'm, I'm worried that I will, I'll take psychedelics. I'm already yeah. on. Maybe you'll, realize that, maybe you'll realize that Aljamain Sterling's not the champ once you do it. I probably will realize that, right? But I don't, I'm already on antidepressants. I'm already in therapy. But I you think, might not. That's the problem, dude. That's the fucking problem, Adam. I take, I take Adderall. Antidepressants, so sudden, antidepressants aren't going to help you, dog. Antidepressants aren't going to fucking help you. I have really bad, I'm not, I have really bad, I have really bad OCD. the world's problem. I have really bad OCD. And, 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 I, and I, I get into loops in my head. Go look up, go look up Stanislav Goff. Go look up Stanislav Goff and start studying how he, how the, what the cures are through, I mean, they, they've cured ticks and fucking so many different fucking problems of people and stutters like Paul Sam's, you know, cleared his, his stutter through one session, one deep session. You know what I mean? But you want to do it with a guided person, someone that can help you. But there you know are times I mean? that I talk to people who are on drugs, like mu mushrooms. Drugs are, mushrooms are not drugs, dog. All right. There are times when you all talk to people on mushrooms. You, gotta, you have to understand the difference of like, what is, okay. what is drug? There are times. Sorry. Sorry, Professor Luke, but there are times that I talk to people that are on mushrooms and they're like, everything's going great, blah, blah, blah. And then their eyes are this and they're like borderline homeless and, and they're like bombing on stage and they're not really aware of like how. Because they're, they're in public around a lot of people they don't trust. When you have one thought, when you have yeah. one bad thought, one people that enter your life that, 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 that obviously don't, you know, keep, take you out of balance, this will this thought process with your, your own insecurities will go fucking run rampant and it will take over your mind. If you do it with somebody you feel very comfortable with and somebody can hide, guide you, help you to fucking control and understand what the fuck your problems are, then you're going to get a lot further in life. All right, I'll do yeah. it with you. Can we do it together? Oh, now, now, now I'm not boring anymore. Now I can help <laughs> you. I wanna, I'll do mushrooms with you. It sounds like I will fucking devour your consciousness. 
I, I'm in. I, I, that sounds kind of gay, but I'm in, bro. Okay, so I, I'll do much of this <laughs> because I'll feel safe, all right? I'll feel safe around you. That's, and, now, that, now that's a little suspect. All you right, just but, said, I'll devour your soul, and you feel safe? Okay. <laughs> I, said good consciousness. I said consciousness, not soul. But I, I do in a, in a good way. I, I just know that like there's a certain person that talks about mushrooms and, and, and he's saying how great he is. And then he goes on like these like four, two, four week coke binges and, and he's on stage and like the crowds are running away. And, and then he's just, and he's just pushing mushrooms on me. And I'm like, bro, I don't know, man. Uh, something's <laughs> a little off here, you know? Adam, first of all, I don't appreciate you talking about me like that. <laughs> and number two, we got to do it. Well, but what, me and you, it. Bill. Me and you will do it. I feel like he'll like make us wrestle or something on it, or something. You know, I, I feel like it'll just be like. Uh, that's not gonna happen. Then <laughs> you might expose a different side of you. <laughs> you might go get a new passport. You might go get the ex-gender passport. Oh, great, great. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm looking for. Uh, all right. Well, listen. Uh, we've learned a lot, Luke. Uh, you're one of my favorite people, man. You really are, legit. Uh, a great, great guy, man. And you keep it real. Sometimes I do wish that you got into less fights with people. Cause I feel like you speak your mind sometimes and I'm like, Oh, uh, but you're your own man. You know, that, that's, that, that, that's you. I mean, you fucking bow down to nobody and you live your own life and you look at your rich and, and you were the champ of the world and, and you came from nothing, man. You were a, your dad was, your brother was a surfer. Uh, you, you dropped out of school. You were kind of a loser. Uh, and, and now look at you, man. You fucking, you, you want me to help you or hurt you? <laughs> You picked yourself up, man. I mean, you were the Strike Force champion. You were the UFC fucking champion. And you'll probably be about you're two fights away from another title run. You know, honestly. So, uh, and, 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 you've had, and you've been with some of the most gorgeous women. It's got to be hard to settle down. I mean, it's got to be hard. But, uh, but you should settle down. I think you'd be a good dad. I do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is great. Hey, good to see you. Hey, Listen, thanks for the time. Hey, thank you, Luke. You're the best. I'll talk to you soon, bro. You're the best. See you guys. Bye. All right. That was Luke Rockhold. So, uh, what did you think of our uh, discussion he, with him? He's funny, man. He, he should do your comedy show. <laughs> <laughs> he's like angry, but then funny. You never know, really know where you're at with Luke. You know, you know there's also levels to guys in terms of like women. Like, the guys who, like, brag a lot, you know, whatever. And then the guys who are like, hey, you know. And then Luke, like, won't say anything. So, you know, it's like the numbers are ridiculous. I do. Uh, it's, it's insane, bro. It's insane. But he's a, he's a, but he's a good guy. He's, a, yeah. he's, like, a legitimately. But he's also, like, he comes across as cocky, right? People think he's cocky. But when you're that good, it's not, it's, it's really confident. Like, he's not, like, he's not going up there and be like, I'm the best. He just has yeah. that look on his face. Where he knows he's the best. It's you know? fucked up. His back, though, is fucked up. And he, he doesn't seem very confident getting back in the ring, huh? No. Probably because he's not a ring. But, uh, but, but, but yeah. Motherfucker. But, yeah. Meanwhile, by the way, they're now, um, there's a new league now where they have Trigons, which is uh, it's a, it's a, <laughs> a triangle. They're fighting in triangles now. So you can put them in a corner and just fucking murder them? <laughs> yeah, like... It's just weird. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's not even have, a triangle. It's like a fucking narrow triangle, whatever. Yeah, which uh, yeah, it's just it's just crazy. Anyway, so what do you got coming up, Bill? Um, well, I'll be back in LA for the weekend. We're doing the Roosevelt together. Yes. On yes. Friday night, motherfucker. 
And then, then on Saturday, are you going to Katie's party? Yes, I think I will be doing that. Yeah, I'll be there. And uh, yeah. Supernova, yeah. Roosevelt, Long Beach, the party. Okay. Those, are, those are all good, good, good clubs, man. Yeah. So we'll see. You've come a, you've come a long way, bro. Come a <laughs> I'm not quite sure what you mean by that. When I met you, you had like eight minutes. You were you're finger blasting girls on red carpets, you know, and, and now. And now here you are, man. We're, you're fucking you're doing all the hot clubs. You got a kid that you know about. Uh, oh. and, and, then, uh, and then you're interviewing Luke Rockhold in the fucking... I know, hey, man, that's cool. That, that, thank you for that, man. Thank you for having me on the show, Adam. I've never told you that, but thank you, man. These are really cool people. Yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. an really interesting group of, uh, group of folks you get to talk to. I mean, UFC fighters are fucking really interesting. Even they're boring, they're interesting. Yeah, well, a lot of them you just have to kind of like with him. I feel like it's on me to figure out like what buttons to push to make him fun. You know? Yeah, and like uh, they get asked this. It's like you know, why did you start? You, you ever do a radio show? Like why did you start comedy? <laughs> oh, you know, and then it's like, oh, you know, what was it like being on the Tonight Show? It's the same fucking six questions, you know. And you're like, yeah. and then you feel like a hack because you feel like you're just doing the same fucking thing over again, especially so. I mean, you know, with Rockhold, I know him to a point where we, you know, I could make it fun. But also, like, it's fun to him with me asking him about these guys because he trained with some of these guys, too, you know? Yeah. A lot of times, you know, going over picks, it's like he'll tell me about training with Islam and Khabib and, you know, Islam throwing him on his head, you know, and this and that, which is, like, just pretty damn cool. I mean, yeah. Rockhold's funny, though, man. Like, fuck. I, I you know... It's just that uh, it's also how vulnerable he is. Like, everyone remembers like the time when you know he got knocked out by Romero, and Romero tried to like kiss him afterwards, and he was like, "Get the fuck away from me," you know. Yeah. Um, every, you know, and then the Bisbing one it was like, uh, you know. Yeah. But he's beaten so many fucking guys, and he can beat anyone on any night. I mean, he literally can beat anybody. Uh, yeah. Really, is- we lost to Bisbing. That was weird. That was odd. I felt like someone was off for them at that point. Well, he had already beaten Bisbang with a one-arm guillotine. Uh, before, and he, he was supposed to fight somebody else, and they got hurt. And Bisbang took the fight on, like, five days' notice. And I just think in his head, he was, like, doing them a favor, maybe. UFC, yeah. like, he was like, man, like, he didn't, uh, like, he didn't take it as seriously as he probably should have, you know? But, yeah. that's, but you keep, dude, that, that's on him, though, man. I mean, of course. Uh, and, and Bisbang is, like, so fucking dangerous and people just people sleep on business all the time i mean so many of the guys that beat bisman were on steroids i mean like vitor belfort uh mm-hmm. kong lee who didn't beat him but got popped for steroids uh the you know the, the list of guys that bisman fought that like later popped anderson silva popped for steroids uh yeah they fought um and bisman was fighting with one fucking eye i know it's crazy but uh, anyway, uh, where am I going to be? I'm going to be uh, at the Comedy Store tonight in Los Angeles, uh, and then Friday at the Roosevelt, next Thursday in Long Beach Laugh Factory, at the Dime Bar every Tuesday, and then in Vegas, December 7th to the 11th, I think it is. But uh, anyway, right. the best. 